going to get to the point where he, if he doesn't communicate, it's going to be where he, he doesn't say something as soon as he opens up the dishwasher. And why is, and why is there food on the plate? Like, he's just going to lose it. And so that definitely has been a running joke. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to episode seven of the Beyond Our DNA podcast. I'm David. And I am Amber. And we are so happy that you have tuned back in for our final episode of season one. Yeah, we're excited. I'm so excited. I mean, just think about your growth from episode one, how I I stutter. I still stutter a lot, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) just think about how nervous we were. And, and how much we've improved. How many audio issues we had. I mean, we're entire, still like, having a lot episode. of audio issues. <laughs> and we do apologize for the last episode. Yeah, um, it was a little rough. We're still working on a lot of the editing. Yeah, so today we wanted to start off talking about what we've learned in 2020. Obviously, it uh, it has been a transformational year to yes. say the least for yes. not just us, but for everyone. So we wanted to kind of go through some of the things that were the highs and lows Mm -hmm. for Amber and I. The biggest, I would say, high for me, we got engaged this year, Mm -hmm. opening up 2020 in February. Spectacular engagement. I mean, it was... Magical. I mean, it was very magical. The engagement party, the thought process, everything behind it. And we also got married this year. We sure did. It's amazing how different the two ceremonies were, the two, you know, events were, Mm -hmm. where... The engagement, of course, it was pre, right before everything kind right of shut before, down. Thankfully, how open it was. I mean, it still was small and intimate, but it was still it was different. The vibe was different. But then the wedding, of course, was in August, so yeah. COVID was in full swing, mm-hmm. and it was a lot more intimate. We couldn't invite all the people that we wanted to invite, but it still was the most amazing, enchanting day. That feeling. You know, when I first walked down the stairs uh-huh. and I saw you for the first time, I was so nervous, but it was so amazing to feel it was our day. Yeah. You know, the day was about us, mm-hmm. but it was still so special. And it was right here in our basement. Mm-hmm. You right, were literally never, right where we're sitting Literally right, right where we're sitting was where we got married. <laughs> and it's so special. Mm-hmm. You would have never thought from the pictures that it was in a basement until you tell people. Uh-huh. They're like, what? Uh-huh. Yeah, we had it right in our house. Uh-huh. Think about it. We were actually going to do a big ceremony mm-hmm. in Jamaica next year. It wasn't worth it. No. So for me, this is the first year ever in my entire life that I've tithed on 100% of my paychecks mm-hmm. in an entire year, which I was really proud of because... I've never done it consistently. Mm -hmm. And so that was probably one of the biggest highs, me really getting back to to God, Mm -hmm. reading and praying, quite frankly, like I've never done before. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and it felt great to reconnect. As you guys know, I grew up in a household where I was in church, you know, three days a week. Mm -hmm. But I really didn't have a great connection with God. Mm-hmm. And the people that I saw in, in the church mm-hmm. weren't great examples. Uh, yeah. And, and so it kind of soured that taste for me. But seeing Amber and, and knowing that in my heart, this was what I wanted to get back to Christ mm-hmm. and, and wanted to be a good leader, a godly husband. Mm-hmm. 
that it really, you know, challenged me to start getting my stuff together. <laughs> oh my God, I'm tearing up. I don't know why. Yeah. yeah. Because, I'm sorry. This is one of the things that I pray for, mm-hmm. you know. I wanted a, a man who who knew God, who or some version of God or how I could be an example to them and to know like I was that example for you. Mm-hmm. Initially when we started dating, I was going to church. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is I was getting back into church. I wasn't there, you know, faithfully. But around that time I was faithfully going back to church mm-hmm. and tithing and and then knowing that it impacted you in that way. Now seeing the benefits of having your own relationship with Christ. Like yeah. getting back to God, building your own relationship, tithing, the benefits of tithing, wanting to be a godly man and to lead our family. Yeah. And that is something that definitely was on the top of my prayer list when you know I was looking for my husband mm-hmm. and you have 1000% God God really was like okay I'm gonna throw in this throw in this I'm gonna hook you up sis and he did you know you have been like literally heaven sent mm-hmm. just on the note of tithing I think a lot of people they're concerned about okay well how do I make it work this is obviously not a guarantee but mm-hmm. I had so many situations where I was blessed financially this year mm-hmm. like I started tithing consistently mm-hmm. then I randomly found out I had a huge tax bill it mm-hmm. was four thousand mm-hmm. dollars and someone gave me the four thousand dollars yeah someone from my family randomly and mm-hmm. I just like happened to mention it and ca- the funny thing is I originally asked this person for $4,000 as a down payment to buy the property. And they said no. And then they randomly come back to me two or three years later mm-hmm. and they gave them to me. Yeah. Talking about my low mm-hmm. for this year. Uh, for those of you guys that don't know, I was the third employee at a company and I was there for nine years. Mm-hmm. I was randomly let go this year. Yeah. And that was certainly a low for me, even though I knew I needed to to leave to grow. And I knew that in my heart still needed to happen. You know, I was nervous about leaving. I was making good money. It was tough for me to want to kind of pull that ripcord. And God said, hey, (laughs) I'm going to make that call for you. Yeah. Um, And thankfully, my company, they gave me several months of pay and and gave me bonuses and Mm -hmm. all kinds of things that Sure, I technically you could say I was entitled to mm-hmm. based on how long I've been there, but they could have easily said, F you, yeah. no. That ended up working and I got a job within three weeks. Yeah. Amazing. But with the help of your previous, with the, pre- the CEO of the Correct. previous job. Yeah. And he helped me get the job. Yeah. So. And it was, you know, amazing how you look at a situation and you would think like, you know, that could have been a situation where you were out of work for a while. I have several friends that have been out of work since May. Yeah. My dad was out of work for years. Like, yeah. my dad was out of work for, and that was a part of why I work so hard and why I'm so driven is because 
I never wanted to be in the situation my dad was where he was literally out of work for years. Yeah. You know, over the course of like 10 years, he was out of work for like three or four years. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of time to not be bringing in any income. Yeah. While it was a low in terms of me getting let go, there was a silver lining. Yeah. And and it, the, the company that I've moved on to is great, and I didn't even have to take a significant pay cut, which no. is what, what I was a little concerned about. My low, I would say, was us almost breaking up. As you know, if you've listened to the other episodes, and if you're not, please, please listen to the other episodes. Mm-hmm. We were at a, in a place where we were literally almost breaking up. This mm-hmm. was in that around Black Lives Matter, and we were quarantining together. It was between our engagement and our wedding. There was like this this space of everything that we wanted to say that we never said. Mm-hmm. We were scared to say it. We we didn't understand. We wouldn't think that the other person would understand. It was very, I'm not going to say traumatizing, but it definitely affected our home. It affected both of us. For sure. It definitely helped us grow. And mm-hmm. this podcast has been so beneficial to our lives because it wanted it's helping us to communicate it's helping us to be more open with one another it's it's tackling those topics where we normally would not speak about Mm -hmm. so what would you say would be the biggest lesson that you've learned i definitely understand that perspective is everything Mm. someday sometimes i can just come from my own personal view okay it could be a negative point of view. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm not really in a place to want to hear what you're saying or what someone else is saying. It's always like, you know, well, this is my point and I'm not really, you know, easing up on where I stand. But right. I truly believe effective communication coming from actually listening first, wanting to reevaluate. And I think a lot of those selfish tendencies that I had as it relates to, you know, getting my point across this has definitely opened me up to learning from different perspectives, being open to learn where someone else is coming from, not even just learn, but understand, take a moment to take it in. And also in my private time, reevaluating myself, mm-hmm. you know, wanting to break those toxic habits. This has definitely been the time where it, you're home all day. <laughs> you have to take the time for some self-care. And during that self-care, it's, your mind, body, soul, everything. Mm-hmm. Getting back to God. Yeah. Increasing my spirituality that I just always felt like there was just one way of connecting with Christ. What is that one? Most people made it seem like you could only connect with Christ through someone else who is spirit-led or in a church setting. Mm. Being home, not having to be in church, it's definitely increased more in my relationship with God because there's no outside distractions. Mm-hmm making sure like I get up in the mornings and I'm praying and I'm reading my word and I'm studying, learning more about myself, learning more about Christ, building that relationship. And this has been the perfect time to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think for me, uh, the biggest lesson that I learned is from a book, which I would highly recommend for all the husbands or future husbands that are listening to this, which is how to be a godly husband. Mm-hmm. And regardless of your, I know this episode particularly has been really focused a lot around religion, but regardless of what religion or spirituality, spirituality you have, I think that there's a lot of good principles in this book. Mm-hmm. And I'll put a link in the description for everyone as well. But in the book, it outlined how 
you must put your wife first. Mm -hmm. That was something that I never really put any women first in any previous relationship. Mm -hmm. It was my way or the highway. I would literally, Saturdays, got up, took the dogs out, went to the gym, got my car washed, came back, mowed the grass. Like Mm -hmm. This was what was happening, and Mm -hmm. there was no say for you in that scenario at all. Mm -hmm. With a lot of husbands and a lot of, boyfriends and and fiancés I think we tend to make a lot of jokes about our wives at our wives or or girlfriends fiancés expense we we do this because that's how guys joke Mm -hmm. right guys are gonna joke about their friends and they're gonna kind of tear them down in a playful way Mm -hmm. for your wife that's going to affect her differently mm-hmm. than it would your friends. And the, uh, the analogy that they had was if you were to throw a pebble at a rhino, mm-hmm. it's not going to affect it. But you throw that pebble at a butterfly mm-hmm. and it kills it. Mm-hmm. And that kind of hit me. I was like, wow. Okay. Because in my mind, I always made playful comments joking about, xyz mm-hmm. not really thinking a whole lot about it because this is how you know, most guys respond and mm-hmm. how most guys connect and she's not going to mind because i don't mind exactly but the reality is that those sorts of things do affect them mm-hmm. on a different scale yeah so i have how to be a godly wife mm-hmm. and that book is amazing and we're going to put that link yeah we'll put both we'll put both of them on the, but that book even if you are married it's still teaching you principles of how to be a godly wife. When people ask us about our relationship, mm-hmm. how we make our relationship work, well, you know, what are the kind of core principles that we stand on? It came from a very biblical perspective. Right. And how God views marriage is, is a similarity to the church, which actually changed our entire perspective on what marriage is supposed to be or was to be. I, I'm not going to say I didn't have any expectations of what church was, you know, marriage was supposed to be, but it definitely changed my perspective of what marriage was supposed to be. For sure. In Ephesians, when they talk about, you know, wives submitting yourself to your husbands, that's literally the only... That's the only verse they ever covered. That's the only verse that they speak on. Whereas there's two other really, really important parts yeah. to that and verse. The, and literally the verse right before it is submitting. It says submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Mm-hmm. And then a few scriptures down, it talks about husbands, loves your wife, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. So that's sacrifice. If both of us are doing our part in submitting ourselves to one another and our role in our marriage, then you'll have a successful marriage. Exactly. And those were the core principles that we learned from. We talk about communication and we do read, we do come from other sources, but our core values and principles are coming from a godly perspective. Mm-hmm. Right. One of the things that was interesting in, in this book, I never really, again, took consideration to your viewpoint, mm-hmm. right? Where I'm just going to, I know what I'm doing. I'm the you know, finance person, I know how to run the house. Yeah. I'm just I'm just gonna do it, right? Yeah. As opposed to having your perspective, right? You're thinking about things in a different way than exactly. I would be thinking mm-hmm. about them and can provide a different perspective that I might not have thought of. Yeah. And there's so many times where when I come from a different perspective, like, hey babe, maybe we should do it this way. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Oh my goodness, I didn't think about it that way. And you need to respect and appreciate your exactly. wife. Exactly. 
to be willing to even consider that, right? Yeah. And then most guys, they're just not. As it relates to like this year, we've only been married what, four months, mm-hmm. four or five months. Mm-hmm. We've learned so much about one another, how important it is to keep your marriage kind of airtight, mm-hmm. not allowing different ways that the enemy can come and break us, you know, break us up. And I feel like that is what he tried to do definitely this um, this year. Right. Our, our marriage, our premarital marital counselors, I just got to say their name. Shout out to Daryl Roy and Juanice. Mm-hmm. They transformed really our thinking mm-hmm. in what a relationship should be. Mm-hmm. Every time we had a session with them, we left literally like, wow, I didn't even know. I didn't even think of it that way. And it's because we don't have the education. Right? Yeah, that's been true. There. And, that's and, true. And that's one thing that I would encourage for everyone on here, regardless of if you've been with someone for two weeks or 20 years, there are always new things that you can learn mm-hmm. about how to have a better marriage mm-hmm. and how to have a better relationship and just continue to keep that open mind. And that's continue amazing to kind that of, we kind of trickled on this topic. There is someone that has been there and has already gone through the thing that you're going mm-hmm. through. Make sure that you're open to reading, researching, trying to figure things out. Don't just throw in the towel and say, this is what marriage is supposed to be. Because quite frankly, most people have a tactical marriage, mm-hmm. right? Oh, where, no, for sure. Where it's just like, oh, I got to take the kids to practice or, oh, I got to do this mm-hmm. or, oh, I got to do that. Mm-hmm. And there's, no, there's nothing that's continuing to build that relationship. I love that. That was actually a great point. Now that you spoke about like reading and research, David, um, if you don't know him, he's reading constantly, researching constantly. Every day he's reading a new book, constantly growing in his craft. Is it, you know, in his finances, sales, real estate, um, relationship? He has encouraged me to get back into reading because that's all I used to do when I was younger was read and write. That was it. You have definitely encouraged me to get back into reading. I feel like when I do read it, my brain cells and everything just makes me, you know, it, it, it makes me so excited. Even if it's a, a nonfiction book, if yeah. it's something dealing around, you know, I'm a, I love romance books. I literally <laughs> would read, I would sit here in one sitting and read an entire novel. Uh-huh. You're constantly encouraging me to go back and you read you read a lot david has a lot of books and i think that was probably one of the other things that i never said in, in you know the previous episodes that was also a turn off for me that you had a lot of books when i first met you mm-hmm. you had a lot of books and i'm like okay he's a reader and i knew that was something that i loved so yeah okay what are you looking forward to in 2021 Amber? my goals for 2021 is definitely increase our brand in this podcast bring more content have more guest speakers we have definitely reached a lot of people we've had a lot of great feedback and encouragement we already get a lot of comments which we love we appreciate everyone that that comments on our videos and our podcast if there are topics ideas that you guys think would be really beneficial for everyone Mm -hmm. love to hear it Mm -hmm. Um, i think another thing i want to you know i'm looking forward to building towards our future mm -hmm. future family 
future home, mm -hmm. growing more within ourselves. Like it, there's always so many layers to each of us. And yeah, I think for me, it's around, you know, continuing to grow in our family, mm -hmm. uh, building towards whether that's children, whether that's, you know, building toward a home. Mm -hmm. I really want to focus heavily on on investing i kind of got a late start i didn't really invest a ton until 2019 mm -hmm. um, and it's been very productive um, for mm -hmm. us so far so i want to really continue to not just rely on income from yeah we want to get to the point where our investments are paying our bills mm -hmm. you know and we are learning a lot as it relates to David's teaching me so much as it relates to stocks and he constantly has me looking at videos and so what would you say are you know maybe one or two ways that we've grown together as a couple um communication definitely yeah. has been through the roof mm -hmm. I feel like I've opened up a lot more communicating with you even if that's me crying <laughs> trying to get everything out because I literally when I'm passionate about something, I cry. I'm a crier. Uh. That's how I release I've been dealing with. But I feel like our communication has gone through the roof. I feel like our intimacy definitely has increased. And then when you think about intimacy, everyone automatically thinks about sex. And that's not where I'm coming from. Intimacy is those small, intricate details that you take the time to learn about me. David, around my birthday, wrote on these little post-it notes and all the many ways that I bring value to him. I remember walking down the stairs, I saw the first one on a picture and then on the door and he pretty much had him all throughout the house, like pretty much everywhere where he knows I usually am. The wine cabinet, <laughs> the wine glasses, uh -huh. <laughs> or um, hair um, on the makeup and the refrigerator. So um, I would say the intimacy aspect of him adding to my love bank is what we discussed before in a book that we're reading together. Him, you know, making sure that he take that time out to value me. And for me, I'm up in the middle of the night sometimes. Mm -hmm. I'm usually pretty much up and he's there sleeping. This is like my time where I, I may text him. I'll text him while he sleep and, you know, I'll just tell him, you know, how much he means to me and how safe he makes me feel. So I feel like our intimacy level has shot through the roof. We're just being a, a just very vulnerable and open with each other. I think that's been amazing. Mm -hmm. The communication has definitely improved a lot. Mm -hmm. I think some of it has to do certainly with me. I tend to hold a lot of my mm -hmm. feelings close to the chest mm -hmm. and I don't talk about it. And so then unfortunately it kind of like bubbles up into much bigger things. One of the areas that I've really been trying to stress and really been trying to work on is, okay, when I am feeling there's something that's off, I need to be transparent about that. I, I, I don't need to hold all of those feelings in mm -hmm. and just be like the man that's like not emotional. Yeah. And that's really helped because that then you understand where I am. Mm -hmm. And then we don't have a huge explosion because the dishwasher was loaded incorrectly. <laughs> so that's this running joke that we have. He legit washes his dishes. Soap water, washes dishes. Them he cleans put them, them the before he puts them in the dishwasher. There's a few times where I've, I've rinsed them, but they're probably, you know, some things still on them. And, you know, he'll tell me <laughs> that... 
paint, you know, you, there was still food on the plate. So I was telling him that it's so funny how it's going to get to the point where he, if he doesn't communicate, it's going to be where he, he doesn't say something as soon as he opens up the dishwasher. You just got to lose it. <laughs> and why is there food on the plate? Like, he's just going to lose it. Uh-huh. And so that definitely has been a running joke. It, it'll be the straw that breaks the camel's exactly. back at some point. Like, oh, babe, why is the sink wet? I hate a wet sink. Oh, my goodness. I hate a wet sink. Like, babe, can you please wipe the sink up? Uh Yeah. Super funny. All right. So as we wrap up today's episode, we really appreciate, again, all the comments, all the suggestions, all the direct messages from everybody. Those definitely help us and, and make us feel honestly amazing. But we're going to wrap up with our questions. This is, again, uh, the Love Language card game. It's on Amazon. We'll have the link in the description. What is one thing? Oh, and this is from the past and future category. Question is, what is one thing you hope to accomplish in the next five years? Just being a a true leader of our household. Mm -hmm. I think would probably be the the biggest accomplishment. I definitely want us to have our new home. I'm hoping in the next five years we have we have at least two two to three kids. We want a large family. I'm going back to school. Something that I'm passionate about in counseling, marriage, and couples counseling, and it's in a Christian based couples counseling. I'm looking forward to be working in a in a practice or actually having my own business surrounded with counseling. So I'm definitely looking forward to that in the next five years. And I start school next fall so that's next year i'm excited about that have you ever cried tears of joy uh yeah (laughs) all right um yesterday uh, yeah yesterday (laughs) but um (laughs) um yeah definitely our wedding Uh i mean our engagement our wedding anything anytime you do something for me or if you don't know i like handwritten notes david you know takes the time out to write like i said he writes me like post-it notes. Yeah, definitely. Have you? Yeah, for sure at our wedding. I mean, David was boohoo crying at our uh-huh. wedding. I think. Well, I boohoo cried. I was sweating. After, I was crying. First of all, it you sweated all, through was, three shirts. It was, it was just, so humid on uh, our wedding day. It was so humid. All right, everyone. Well, we thank you for listening to episode seven of our first season mm-hmm. of Beyond Our DNA. <laughs> Uh, we're going to take a couple weeks off to create the or topics that we're going to use for season two. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do our best to try and lengthen our episodes a little bit more. I know we've had a bunch of requests for people asking for more time. So we're going to try and build out our topics. And we look forward to coming back to you uh, in the next few weeks. Yeah, and we just thank you again for your support. We definitely want you to share this with your friends and family. I definitely want to just take a huge shout out to our personal friends and family for their support. Mm-hmm. Even our church family. There's been a lot of people a from our church people. that has, you know, supported us and listened to our podcast. And we're truly thankful for, you know, all of you guys and for your love and continue to encourage us and continue to send us, you know, topics that you probably want to hear. Awesome. And we're just so excited. Well, everyone have a happy new year. Happy the end new of the, year. This, this year. And we look forward to having an amazing 2021. Thanks again, guys. See you next year. Bye.